And then he turned into that sack of skin. I was like, what happened to you, baby? A, a lot, lot of things. Did. Dark <laughs> magic is one hell of a drug, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd on. Kachink, what is everyone? <laughs> welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome, even the ones who pretend to take pictures for video. Wow. Anyway, another year has content. passed, which means another 52 opportunities for us to continue our adventure in the magical wizarding world with our magical friend and friend of the show. Mikey Now, known for his TV fame, for his commercials such as Five Hour Energy and Maple Story. Uh, Maple welcome Story. to the show, Mikey. <laughs> We're here to cover Harry Potter 4, Goblets of Fires. What is? I'm Corey. I'm Tom. I'm Caitlin. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd on Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd on Nation, you do get fun perks like you get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears but you. You wow. get uh, access to uh, channels on our Discord server. Uh, you get uh, behind the scenes stuff. You get all sorts of fun perks. With the Patreon, so do consider joining that because at the end of the day, it does help us to grow and to create uh, better content and be the best that we can be for you because that's what we like to do. So do check that out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon and check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a big shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee have equipped us with these microphones, the hype mic. Uh, it's a wonderful microphone, and I cannot uh, recommend it enough. It uh, works on PC. It works on Mac. It works on mobile devices. It's a so really wonderful microphone, and we use it for everything. So Literally everything. Do check it out. Um, things are starting to, in terms of like, gear wise and technology are starting to sort of return to normal so you can actually get things at <laughs> normal non-gouged prices exactly so check it out and a huge shout out to odyssey odyssey headphones we are using their mm. lcd ones mm. um but they're a wonderful company to work with uh very super high quality products and super uh, high quality people super high quality people <laughs> Ding. Where's my Where's my triangle? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot they, you got a triangle. <laughs> but they also uh, they have a gaming headset that just came out, and they have their Mobius. Head. They have a whole slew of headphones, so do check if them out. If you had eight ears, they'd have enough for you. Yep, exactly. Wow, <laughs> exactly. You could have four headphones on at the same oh, time. Anyway, Why that you? is the housekeeping. Mikey, welcome back. Yeah, Mikey. Hello, guys. It's good to Hello. see you. Yeah, it's good to I'm, see you, too, you know, through the screens and all. Yeah, good to I'm see so you. I'm so glad I only see, like, six inches of you. Oh. That's what you're used to. I, that's Hey-o. what I'm used to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not used I, to seeing him at all. You know <laughs> no, no. Thank you for the Anyway. <laughs> yeah, how are you, Mikey? How are you surviving in this uh, world? Goodness gracious. Uh, well, so far, perfect on the COVID tests. Uh, we get tested at work twice a week. Uh, three times wow. a week, and so far four months in, we're good. Um, Hell yeah! But it is a strange time, man. A lot yeah. of a lot of time in my room, a lot of reading. Um, <laughs> you look good. 
Thank yes, you. Yes, a nice sweater. You look great. You do. I. You look like Jason Statham. Mixed no. with Santa Claus a little bit. Jason, stay at home. Um, <laughs> Corey got me this beautiful sweatshirt for Mrs. Wee. Made yeah. it for me. Um, no big in deal. A, in a uh, t-shirt print machine. And it's M for Mikey, because that's my oh. name. And oh, I really? wanted to wear it. Yeah, I'm embarrassed as hell to wear it. <laughs> yeah, you seem embarrassed right now. Should have gotten you some uh, dress robes. I did. They're brown and mm. frilly. And frilly. So, I think they're yeah. cool. I think Crazy they're really color. cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're very, you know, Aunt Tessa. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Um, I had a scarf and I had a stuffed snake I was going to bring, but I decided uh, that I didn't want to Too do much? That. Just too, too much. much. Oh. Too much. You know, there's never going to be too much. You strike much me of as anything. very extra, Mikey. Why didn't you come in? He's not. That's just, <laughs> just Mikey kidding. the actor. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's what COVID's done. It's it's taken away all my extra. I'm just a regular old Reuben on rye. <laughs> just a regular Reuben. Have you ordered a sandwich? Yeah. I love a Reuben on rye. I don't Aww. even like Reubens that much, but I'm happy that you do, Core. Thanks, man. Really happy. <laughs> the love is unending. Well, we got to get the show going. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. We sorry. Gotta, we're yeah. all just kind of catching up at the same we time that we're we we're doing this episode. So we're like, oh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. I have a book my favorite sandwich. And when I put my hand up there, I was like, all right, well, time to hit the road with this show. <laughs> um, it's crazy because, you know, normally uh, when we have our guests on the show, we don't include them into our typical parts of the show because, you know, we don't want to hurt their feelings. But Mikey... You know, um, I don't care about hurting your feelings at all because I love you. Um, and you know this. And I see you tomorrow. Yeah. So um, that work. being said, we're going to b- go into our first two segments of the show, which uh, uh, ends up, you know, being uh, uh, parts that, in, uh, that intertwine with the rest of the show. Um, but uh, at the end of the episode, we are going to rate it with Mike. Oh. And he has been part of this oh rating system. So that brings us to our first segment. Which is guess, guess that, that grump. grump. Guess that grump. Him and Ron, they fight sometimes, but in the end, they are friends. Spoilers, Corey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many spoilers, guys. We're in spoiler oh, I'm sorry. territory. You didn't know Ron and Harry were still friends. Spoilers, man! This is the most grassy movie of all time. Um, everyone, if you're brand He's new, on to the Nerd covers. On, <laughs> if you're brand new to Nerd On and brand new to Guess That Grunt, welcome, uh, and you're welcome for that uh, lovely song. Um, this is a part of the show where we are going to go around the digital green screen rooms and the rooms that we have. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be. And guessing who's going to have the lowest score for the week out of a, uh, a scale from one to five. And no matter how high the number is, you are still going to be the grunt for the week. Since I always go first, and I never mess it up. And Mikey's the guest, so I'm going to make it so that he has to uh, 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 explain it uh, to, 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 to who he thinks is going to be the grunt for the week. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Porky Pig. And I am going to go with Tom <laughs> is the grump. And I will address my reasons throughout the episode. And you can give us like every a single time I say free. something bad, he's like, that's why I picked you. You can give us like that's a spoiler. You. you can explain as long as it's spoiler free. Really quick, um, because of watching the third one with Tom and understanding more of like the cinematic universe of it and not just like the fun <laughs> movie <laughs> story. Uh, I think it's going to be Tom because this is, it's my favorite, but it's not the best, I guess, uh, technically. They got a lot, they left a lot out and there's like, 
they took a lot of liberties and a lot of the, uh, obviously a new director who hadn't read the books yet, a uh, new composer. So I think it's, I think it's me, Tom. I think he's just going to oh, so be- him and Michael Gammon have something in common. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> new will complain the whole time about how difficult that book was to read. Yeah. I did not know that. So but, um, I'm going to go next. I'm going to popcorn it up. Um, and I'm going to guess that it'll be Corey. Okay. Because I'm in the similar boat of Mikey. This was my favorite book to read because I hated the next book. So I was like, I just had a, I just, I, just, I love it. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> but uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess Corey. So that, that's me. That's it. I'm going to break rank and I, I'm going to, admit uh, to my hosts at the same time i forgot we rated this because we don't usually rate guest episodes so i didn't mm. do a nerd on nation poll and i feel awful <gasps> about it um, nerd on nation chastise Corey later chastise fired. me publicly fired publicly uh, on social media in the so, discord uh, but now i know so moving forward we will do those for these mm-hmm. episodes but as my punishment i will go next <laughs> uh <laughs> as your punishment you get to speak I get to speak instead of waiting till I get all the information from everybody. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm shit. Corey Powers. Uh, I'm going to appreciate it. Excuse me. (laughs) You're like, I'm, I'm like, you appreciated. You was loved. (laughs) (laughs) I guess Caitlin. Uh, I knew you were going to pick me. Because I, well, Anyway, because I feel like it. <laughs> no, because I want uh, to. So, Kaylin, who you got? I think. Oh, this is actually kind of tough. I feel like it's actually. I think it's going to be Corey. Mm. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Okay, <laughs> we're in the new year. Leave it. Leave it back. There. Leave it back. <laughs> Leave love actually near Christmas where it's supposed to in be in the past. Yeah, uh, in the past. Josh, that leaves you. Um. Hmm. Between two people, I think, yeah. Are gonna, those two people I'm, with a T or a C for their first initial? I'm going to go <laughs> with Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I figured as much. So um, there, there are some things in this movie where I'm like, oh, Corey would hate this. So um, <laughs> that same face says, yeah. <laughs> Strangely enough, the two big Harry Potter fans, Mike and Josh, got no votes. So Whoa. they get to read oh, it first. That's yeah, weird. Followed by a fight to the death between Caitlin and Tom of who goes <laughs> second. And then uh, I apparently am just a mean spirited old curmudgeon and I hate magic Sometimes. Movies. So you're that's wedding. totally what you were chosen. That's what this for. is about, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it'll go. Nerd on Nation again. I apologize. It's been a it's been a week into this year and I'm already done. So <laughs> it's been a rough time. We got the seven yeah. day trial. We would like to return it, please. That's when we're recording this. So anyway, l- moving onward, uh, Tom, bring us to the next segmente. Oh, uh, so the, the next part, everyone, is going to be the complete spoiler of that baby um, where we're going to go over our initial reactions and our first impressions. And I'm not going to make Mikey go first. I'm going to make him go after me. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go and say, so like we'd mentioned a little bit, this, so the, reading the book. So we've talked about it before, uh, whatever the hell reading program we had to do where books were read for points for class and all that. Oh, I was yeah. Like, I'm a cash Galactic in, baby. book club. 
uh, it wasn't a club. It was a class. Like you had yeah. to do it oh, wow. you failed. And you would get held back. Oh. Whoa. Um, and I didn't want to be oh. held back because, you know, host, I get held back or Josh. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he did. He did. I was oh, held back in kindergarten. <laughs> kindergarten. Oh, oh, my God. That doesn't nice. even count. And this was in sixth grade. So it, it was, was at a probably point, like, because get, of some shit of him being like way too nice and giving other kids. His I just credit. thought it was because he was way too tall. <laughs> <laughs> um but um so uh yeah I, I blasted through all the Harry Potter books and you know it got to this point and the book was just very like this climactic feeling and then watching the film like years later I was just like oh why is everyone's hair so long why are they back in the robes now like I missed the robes before but what happened baby but anyway so watching this film um I think I watched it in theaters and I think I'd, I'd been at the point where, like, I remember as a kid, I feeling like Harry Potter movies were, like, for kids. And then as a teenager watching, like, the films, I was more like, oh, okay, well, you know, now they're kind of becoming more adult action-oriented. Um, and then I remember this book, and I was just like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, but I remember distinctly walking away feeling like, whoa, here it is. And, you know, without spoilers. Welcome to Harry is, Potter, the real This one. is a spoiler, spoiler-free spoiler world at this moment. Yes. Yes. Uh, I remember feeling the last sentiments of the film of like, wow, like we'll see how the next few films go because it's going to be very, very different. Um, but I rewatched this film for this episode. And I would have to say, like, I enjoyed Harry Potter as much as any casual would like it, a filthy casual would like it, like me. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, what, rewatching it for this episode, there's something that happened. Something that happened. And I was just like, Oh, I get it. I get why people love Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> it was such oh. a weird experience. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's to Mikey's <laughs> point, there is not a lot. So I'm like, what, the, oh, wow. what, what is this? What, why do they do this? <laughs> but, um, I was like, oh, wow. This is like, oh, oh. But it also could be that this is the most Degrassi movie that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But um, that's it. Uh, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the film. But, you enjoy. Uh, Mikey, you go next. That's Tom's I liked it. I enjoy. Uh, welcome, Tom. Welcome to I, I like a Harry Potter. <laughs> well, well, I won't bring it shaved. Um anyways. <laughs> I'm Victor Crumming. Okay. Uh I until now, like I saw it when I was like 16, 17, um, in the theaters with my crucible cast. We just closed the crucible in high school. So we went straight from closing night to like the 11 o'clock showing of Goblet of Fire. So like I had recently been kicked out of high school and let back. So I was like in this, this mindset or like this headspace of like appreciation and shit. And like, <laughs> I fell in love with theater when they let me back. I had like two weeks to like basically rehearse Crucible and everything. And like spent so much time with my cast that like I re fell in love with like all of that. So it was a real celebration to get to go see the movie with them, which is probably a big reason why it's my favorite Harry, Harry Potter movie. Mm. Um, the score still makes me cry if I listen to it in the middle of the day. The Like the Yule Ball dance, that mm. shit makes me... I had no idea it wasn't John Williams and it still makes me like... I remember that, this score more than any of the other movies, but uh, I love this movie. It's probably my favorite one because of probably when I saw it for the first time, it was just a special night. You saw it with new eyes. Yeah. You that was blinked like, 182 and then opened new eyes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I did. There's I did. So I love times. this movie. It's just, it's a really great memory. It's one of my favorite nights of my entire life was going to see this movie with my cast back then. So Aww. yeah, it's still really sentimental, really n nostalgic to watch nice. it. 
Next. Next. Josh. Josh. I'll, I'll go next. Oh. Um, I don't remember uh, the specific time of seeing this, um, but I know that every single movie I went, every single one, I went to the midnight showing to see it. Um, but I remember walking away from this just going, yeah, that was that was awesome. Because I had already read the books and I, I was already a Harry Potter fan. Um, and Goblet of Fire is one of my favorite books in the series. Um, I liked that it was so lengthy and that it was, um, there was just so that's much a, to it. It's a weapon of a book. Yeah, it is <laughs> a weapon of a book. Um, I I liked that... I like that they captured the change that this book brings of, oh, we're not children anymore. And there's, there's more, there's more things coming, especially when you have an overarching theme that there's this dark wizard and, you know, everything that has to do with Harry Potter himself and everything that surrounds him, it can be very dark. And then this it, there's all this there's all this action and everything that's going on but at the heart of it there's like there's some dark shit happening and i just love that this this movie is more so like the precursor like the portal to before we get into the real the port key <laughs> the port key into the dark shit and um i i love i loved walking when i first saw this i i remember loving it and even I'm the, my wife and I, we, we probably watch all of the movies once or twice a year all the way through, read the books at least once a year. Um, so this movie is just, it's, it's just fun. I like it. I like you it. Like next. I like I'll and next. I enjoy. Um, so this is, this follows up my favorite book uh, and movie. Uh, so it's got a, it, it has big shoes to fill. Um, I, I mean, I haven't read the books in a while, uh, but I think I've mentioned on past episodes that like I was reading them with my family and then I started reading them ahead and my sister thought I hated Harry Potter. So for years she told people I hated Harry, but not to read it. Uh, but my grandma got me all the books when they would come out. It would be, it was like a tradition she had where she would go day one, go get it and bring it over. Um, and I remember loving the book and then the movie came out and, uh, <laughs> Caitlin's face, <laughs> It's not my favorite in the franchise. Um, mm. hmm. Hmm. It's it's uh, it leaves for me, especially following the first three and what follows afterwards. It really for me feels like a, it leaves a lot to be desired. Um, and it 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 without spoiling too much, it just feels like a giant side quest to a story mission uh, until like the last act and. We talking about it's, it's a tournament arc. Every anime has one. I know. <laughs> and uh, there are moments I really, but I, there are moments I really love within this film that that highlight it against the rest. Uh, and we'll get into the the you know minutiae of it all. Um, but yeah, that's where I'll let sleeping dogs lie. Um. Catering. So for me, uh. I can't remember if I went to the midnight showing for this or not, because I went to pretty much all of them. Um, but I remember, because this was like the first real big tone shift of of like, everything was light and whimsy and fun, but also like the, the third dark, one scary, wasn't oh no. for you? The third one was the tone shift. The third one was the tone shift, but this one was more so because like, 
I don't know, Death. Cedric doing a thing changed things for me. Uh, doing a, a thing. <laughs> doing a thing. <laughs> That's the lightest way we're going to put that since we're in spoiler free territory. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it felt, and, and watching it again to get ready for this, because I hadn't seen it in a, a minimum of five a years. While. Long time. Um, so it was interesting to see it. And I think they did a good job with the amount of information that they needed to get in there. Um, and it still, for me, felt like, uh, a, uh, it felt like it was part of the main story arc. And I think they did a really good job of peppering things in there, um, to be like, Hey, this is coming. Um, but there are other aspects about it where I'm like, Oh, did you have to do that? Okay. All right. You did it. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. But, uh. Overall, I enjoyed. Oh, so she didn't like it. Okay, my bad. Use oh, of words. Bad. Use of oh, words. Words are um, important. So now that brings us to our next two segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then our production. And the brief synopsis will be... <gasps> I don't know who, who's doing the brief synopsis. Okay. It's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the fourth movie in the Harry Potter franchise, sees Harry, Daniel Radcliffe, returning for his fourth year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, along with his friends uh, Ron, Rupert Grint, and Hermione, Emma Watson. There's an upcoming tournament between the three major schools of magic, with one participant selected from each school by the Goblet of Fire. When Harry's name is drawn, even though he is not eligible and is a fourth player, he must compete in the dangerous contest. In the Quad Wizard Tournament. Quad was a tournament. <laughs> um, and then uh, the production is going to be given to you by me. So this film is distributed by Warner Brothers. You know them. They gave us things <laughs> like the Ocean series and the Lethal Weapon films and the National Lampoon Vacation films. That's Nothing true. else. Nothing else. Uh, Not director Mike Newell. small independent um, company. Yeah, right. Who uh, directed Mona Lisa Smile, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Uh, the Prince of Persia, and The Sands of Time. Hmm. So, uh, producer uh, David Heyman, uh, Harry Potter uh, uh, regular, uh, who done film, who produced films such as Gravity, Yes Man, and, how can we forget, Paddington. Um, Paddington! The writer, uh, screenplay, Steve Cloves, wrote films such as Wonder Boys, The Amazing Spider-Man, and the rest, oh, oh, and, and, and one in particular you may not know, Harry Potter and The Forbidden Journey. That is the little video that you watch before you get on the 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 Orlando, oh. Florida Universal Studios, right? Oh, uh, based Jesus on right. Christ, Tom. the same name. Can we say by reaching? JK Rowling. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, hey, you can just do that, or just write all the Harry Potter movies. Um, the cast: Daniel Radcliffe uh, from Guns Akimbo, uh, Swiss Army Man, and Victor Frankenstein. Rupert Grant from Servant TV Show, The Snatch TV Show, and Moonwalkers. Emma Watson from The Bling Ring, Little Women, and Being the Beast. Robbie Coltrane comes uh, from the, uh, from the from Cracker, Ocean's Twelve, Van Helsing, Ralph Fiennes, Ray Fiennes, Ray Fiennes. I'm sorry. Um, from Schindler's, Schindler's List, Grand Budapest Hotel, and No Time to Die. That should be coming at any time, baby. By the time it's recording, Michael Gambin. We all love Michael Gambin because he was also in Paddington Two, <laughs> and he's in Gosford Gosford Park. God damn it! <laughs> the cook, the thief, the wife, and the lover. Uh, oh, Brendan Gleeson from In yes. Bruges, Calvary, and the Comey Rule. Jason Isaacs, a.k.a. Caitlin's 
uh, Sephiroth uh, for Peter Pan, Black Hawk Down, and he voices Superman in Superman Red Sun. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman from True Romance, the Lee, uh, Leon the Professional, Darkest Hour. Alan Rickman from Gal- Galaxy Quest. Love Actually. Oh. Go listen to the episode now. Um, Robin Hood and Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Maggie oh, Jesus. Smith from The Lady in the Van, A Room with the View, Downton Abbey. And Timothy Spall from Vanilla Sky, Secret Lies, and Sweeney Todd. There was a lot more cast members, but I just decided to limit. Oh, I thought you were going to say lot. there were a lot more options I could have chose for all of them, but those are the ones that I went with because oh, no. yes, you could but yes, have. I could have. <laughs> um, release date uh, originally premiered November six, two thousand five, and then November eighteenth worldwide. Um, runtime is one hundred fifty-seven minutes, but the budget for the film was one hundred fifty million. Pretty modest for like a big tentpole blockbuster film to gross eight hundred ninety-six point four million, <laughs> almost a bill, baby. Oh my um, god! Critical score from eighty-eight percent from two hundred and fifty-five users, and the audience score seventy-four percent from thirty-four million one hundred fifty-three thousand six hundred and seven users. That's a C. That's a frick ton. A lot of people. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted that's to. A lot of people. I just wanted to say I thought it was interesting that I read that um, Mike Mike Newell only got paid a hundred million. Or I mean, one million. For, for directing this, and Chris Columbus got twenty million when he was directing the Harry oh. Potter movies. Hey man, when you make a movie like Four Weddings and a Funeral, that which is an incredible movie, you only get allowed to a million dollars for a big, yeah. huge movie like. Oh this. my god! But when you make so Home anyway. Alone's ones and twos, <laughs> you get all the dollars. But you get Moving all the to, monies. To two, next... One and two, 20 million. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's the, do, the the multiplier. Um, so that's all the production, all of the all the all the information Thank stuff. Now we get to our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and uh, our rating. I and mean, we're we're out of spoilers, baby. We're we're in spoilers now. We're 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 spoiling it all up. So who wants to go first? Well, before that, Corey. Yes. Oh, I want to address because there's been some uh, some uh, recent uh, J.K. Rowling things not that have happened things. that we're we're not fans of. None of us are. No, nope. pretty shitty stuff actually. Um, and it's unfortunate. And uh, if you get a chance, I would highly recommend reading what Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, publicly announced uh, to to all his fans who are, you know, because these books kind of transcended one person, right? They, they much like Lord of the Rings, like as much as Tolkien put into it, it's, it's bigger than, than one person's ideals or, or, or beliefs and stuff like that. Not to say that I'm defending anyone here because here's my, here's my two cents about it. Um, These films. And I, I think I brought this up in one of our updates when I talked about the new game coming out, there's a big RPG game that, I've been waiting for since I was like 12 years old, uh, which is a Harry Potter open world game. Uh, a lot of people are boycotting it. And I, I absolutely think that's, that's a route you can take if that's, uh, if you feel strongly about this. Um, and I'm not here to turn anyone away from that either. For me, um, I, I believe that these games, movies, and books keep a lot of people working, a lot of jobs, a lot of people's livelihoods depend on this IP. Um, and it's unfortunately now tied to someone who has spoiled it. For, for everyone. Um, so my, my work about is this, um, I will be buying the game when it comes out. Um, not to support JK Rowling, but to support, uh, everyone who worked on it and a desire fulfilled since I was a little child. Um, at the same time, I will be donating the same amount of money that I spend on this game to, if not more to a, uh, pro trans charity, 
uh, LGBTQ charities and stuff like that to offset anything I've done. Um, this isn't to wash my hands of it either. I'm not saying I, I won't have a guilty conscience as well, but I believe there are workarounds for people who truly love these characters and what they represent. And I know that these characters, much like any other fictional uh, IP, has helped many people through very, very hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think Mikey even said that these books really helped him through through some tough stuff. Uh, Josh as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a tough road to navigate. Um, I don't think that's like my answer is the end all be all correct answer. That's the route I'll be taking. So there are there are other avenues. Yeah, Josh. I, I just wanted to make a shout out. There is a uh, there's a blog called Hammock of Books, and there's a wonderful um, blog post that is titled "On Reclaiming Harry Potter from J.K. Rowling and Separating the Artist from the Art," and explaining kind of basically in a lot more detail, obviously, of what Corey just said, but explaining like kind of more detail to what this particular art or any art really can affect somebody's well-being, mental health, how they've grown and all that kind of stuff and how you separate. Uh, It's just, it's, uh, I thought it was a very, it was a beautiful way to explain it and to also, they went into Daniel Radcliffe and what he said as well. And um, so, yeah. Favorite parts? Don't let the (laughs) thing that you like be taken away by someone who doesn't deserve taking it away from you. Um, but now we'll move on to the rest of the show, baby. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going to go back. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to go back. I gave gave it. And then I'm going to go first and say a favorite part of mine. Okay. Um, something very interesting. And I don't know if this is like, I think I liked it. I'm not going to say this is an objectively good thing about the film. Um, I really kind of liked that they made this a little bit more centralized on Harry. Um, a little bit more of like what he's going through and how he just wants to be normal and he doesn't want the fame and the glory and all that stuff. He's the boy who lived. He's gone through all these things for the last three years. He doesn't want to be this triathlete, you know? And uh, it, it, there's a lot of misunderstanding from him in more in particular that I've felt in in the other Harry Potter films have done because it's more like, we all know about you, Harry Potter. He's like, well, well why? But here he's just like, oh my God, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want people to die. I don't want da, da, da. And he's just like, I also have to do these things. And now I'm in a place where like these archaic systems that have to be put in place, like I still might die. And so I kind of enjoyed that small, that, that kind of journey in that sense. But I'll, I'll let, yeah. I'll let someone else go next. A uh, minor part for me is uh, kind of any time mad I, Moody, whether it's the real one or Barty Crouch, is on screen. I think uh, Gleason did a phenomenal job at bringing that character to life. It's exactly how I pictured him when I read the book. Uh, if you look at the little, I think if you look at the drawing that's in the book, it's like it's pretty close. It's him. It's, um, that's him. That that um, became that, that became like a sad part because it was just like, man, he's so cool. I like him. He's like rough. He's around the edges, but I was like, oh, but he's. He's the evil boy. Brendan yeah, but he's not. He's but he's not. not really though, like, that is still him. You know what I mean? That's still he's still impersonating him to a degree. Um, Brendan Gleeson, I think um, he's he's one of my favorite actors. He's I think he's kind of slept on. He's he's in a lot of things, but in Bruges, baby, uh, in Bruges, so good. Um, but you're an inanimate fucking object. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he that I yeah. Anytime he's on on screen, but he's great as the, and, and like so. I think. 
uh, and he's such an interesting character to watch. And the little nuances that he brings uh, in from Barty Crouch, you know what I mean? Like, I I think it's wonderful. I think he did a really good job at balancing the two characters. And that scene where he turns Malfoy into a ferret Ferret, made me really happy. Kaylin? Hmm. I really liked the... I don't know. I liked all the the triwizard stuff. I liked the um, the dargan, the this the the dragons and the the egg, the dragons the, I, and the eggs. And the I like the little eggs the with eggs the little dragons, the little baby dragons. And no, I I thought all that stuff was cool, and I think they they did a really good job with um, making it. They they give you like what a world cup event felt like, and then like this is the. The school version of the World Cup. Like, I, I thought it was fun. I have a question about the dragon. And maybe Mikey and Josh can answer this. How come it can fly all over everywhere and doesn't hurt anyone else, but it's super dangerous and everyone should be scared? Because there's a spell that it has Harry's scent and it only chases Harry. Did we, did it, did that, did you make that up or is that in there? I thought about it in my mind. I'm like, that's my headcanon. That's what I want to believe. Because I'm also like, why did it not just kill everyone in the stadium? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, was, I know. That's my only thing I could think about. I felt about. like there should have been like a protective dome or something. Well, that, then- that, that's the only thing I could think about of like why they had to pull it instead of just being assigned. Like, who gives a shit about the fucking players? Like, oh, you should yeah. be prepared. Like, fuck I mean, there isn't. Like, just go here. So like, if they chose it, they're like, cool, we're going to teach this dragon this scent. Because Hagrid still has to like be the gameskeeper in my mind. This is all me being an but, apologist. Okay, but, but, but Tom, my question is: there's no real reason that it, no, there's it no explained just, reason. No. Escape because it gets off. A, like it, it's chained. Like clearly yeah. they know Here, it's a dangerous here's my dragon. Reason. Here's my reason. Yeah, dragons. No. <laughs> just, <laughs> Absolutely they just went, no. Absolutely no. I like mine. My, my, my <laughs> no. My your your answer, better. Tom. I think they is, said. Here you go. Here's Harry's scent, and you only attack him. Then why yeah. is it chained if it's well, to it, it could be Dragons. a guys. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only explanation I could think of was that it it's a mother protecting her egg. Um, that was the only thing I could think of. Was and Harry was the only one trying to steal it. Yeah. Um, now none of that happened in the book, so that's also fun too. Yeah. Uh, the, none of the castle was destroyed. There was no long. Sequence. That's what I'm asking. How, how, did, like, how did it happen in the book? How, how did he get the? How, how did he get the egg? Uh, I just read the book like two weeks ago, and if memory serves me correctly, he like dodged it a couple times, grabbed the egg, yeah, and it then happens, flew off, and that was it. It yeah, was very It quick. happens really quick in the book. Yeah. And he yeah. flew off, and it couldn't chase him because yeah. it was chained, chained down. Chained up. So anyway. But we needed a giant set piece action set. You know? I yeah. just but it looked to... cool. <laughs> okay. it, it really, There's the it real reason. Cool. It was really cool. But well, a lot of it was the cool. cool thing is <laughs> what they do with the Triwizard Tournament is kind of like they try to highlight each you know, school, each contestant's like uh, like adv- advantages, and so it's like okay, this you know, Cedric is really you know a, a, you know a very good wizard, and Crumb is just like you know he's just gonna go in like I'm gonna you know, power run, stomp run, bru- oh, yeah, yeah every morning force it. It's like what do you have? It's like I could fly. It's like <laughs> I have friends. These are my strengths. Where everyone else has their own different ways of going about it. So I saw the the seams of adaptation of like oh this is what you're doing to make this a movie, and I, I get no, it, I get I that. It. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying. That's why I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I get that. Th- there, there will be things I think people bring up that are like, oh, well, we <clears> change this from the book. But I like Mikey is like, oh, well, it's like this. But uh, favorite part for you, Josh? Uh, 
I love the return of Voldemort. I love that whole Ooh. scene. Cute despair. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I you're like this know extra you guys... guy. You're just always there. You're just always this extra guy that's just standing around. Like you're such a spare. You're such a, such a spare guy. Kill the spare. If you guys have seen the Harry Potter musical, uh, that's how they explain Voldemort saying "kill the spare." So oh, to me, that was just rant. like the most like misanthropic way to 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 talk about Ooh. somebody. It's like the spare right here. It's like kill. Yeah. Him. It's, oh my it's god. Probably my one of my favorite moments in the Harry Potter musical. Uh, is just Harry's rant first. Like, you're this extra guy. You're just this, you're like this spare. You're this spare guy. And then Voldemort just comes out from side stage. Kill the spare! Yeah, it's the best setup. I love oh, it. That yeah. and uh, the sequel. I'm in a rage! I'm in a rage! This so, is the man! So Voldemort highly recommend back. those musicals. Josh. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Voldemort returning and the subsequent duel that comes from mm. that. It's just... Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's the first time that we see them really truly face off together in body. Like it's it's I don't know. It's just really dope. <laughs> and and Harry also, he's his own. Literally, literally yeah. Harry on his own. Shadows. This is the first Rafe, right? Yes. 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 First Rafe. Rafe, Rafe Fines. His name's Rafe. Rafe Fines, the actor. Oh. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. And the the embody like you're getting the um, the film embodiment of of Voldemort, and you're like. Yeah. And I like how he holds a wand. Yes. Tom does a good impression. Uh, uh, how about well, you, Mike? Like he's turning the remote. <laughs> Mikey, favorite parts. My Hit favorite us with part. that. I feel like uh, this movie was put on uh, by like um, like the CW. Like it has like a like a very light yet dark feel. Oh my god. I know exactly perfect. what you're talking about. So like my favorite part of the movie was just Probably because when I saw it, I was young. It was the like, it was the teenage adolescence part of the movie. That like, part. That probably is my favorite theme through the whole movie. But um, I, yeah, I think it was that. It was just I, that. The port key was pretty cool. I couldn't help but chuckle that at the Yule Ball, no one's happy. And I was just like, that's no such one's happy. A high school <laughs> angsty teenage bullshit thing. Yo, right? though, but Ron's robes were dope. Okay, I yeah. So I'm all pissy. Yeah, I'm like, I would, I would work that girl. I would Tom, work Mikey that. was there with me when I watched it, and I was like, I never understood this. I wanted his robes so bad. He's so upset, and I was like, gimme. I was like, just start reciting like Shakespeare. You baller. I'll um, wear. Yeah. I did, I did laugh. In all fairness, though. Oh, I was just gonna say, Corey. Corey can look absolutely stellar in anything so yeah you'd look good in those robes. it looks like if prince became a wizard and if he wasn't already <laughs> the and went to a ball and you're like god damn baby you <laughs> find out that aunt tessa is actually prince and they're uh, like burgundy which is like my color anyway um i did laugh though at the yule ball because as now me an adult in 2021 after everything that's happened in 2020 i you know first i'm like me yeah, i'd probably be like this person when i was in high school and now i'm just like I don't know if I'm Mad-Eye Moody, just hanging out by myself, hand-boning on my metal leg and drinking my poly juice, or I'm Filch hanging out with the cat and vibing, and I'm just like, man, <laughs> so alone, <laughs> so alone. Oh, Tom. Because <laughs> you see all these people uh, like, oh, like, this is how Hermione's having a wonderful time. Here's how uh, Hagrid's having a wonderful time, and Dumbledore oops. and uh, McGonagall are just having, you know, you know fun peer-to-peer -peer, uh, frivolity. And then, like, you just see, like, Filch 
vibing with his cat, and then you see just Mad Eye Moody just hanging out and just like, oh, that's me now. That's <laughs> yeah. me now, guys. Possibly think, drinking at the dance. Yeah, with, I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's punch. I think, I think there's punch. a little bit of Hagrid in all of us. Sure. Yeah. Um. I. I you what? Uh, oh, I said I think there's a little bit of Hagrid in all of us, like the uh, the hopeless romantic who wears too much cologne, too much like wet his too hair. much hair gel to go talk to a lady that he is he already in love with. He tries to like and... slide his hand down, and she grabs it and pulls it back <laughs> that's, up. That's just yeah. like high school <laughs> dance trope thingy. But like, oh yeah, one thing that was interesting about her was just like I love that like she like gets a fucking peckle whatever out of his beard and eats it. And then I was like, oh, but that's love. <laughs> I was like, ah. Is that, He's like, who are you to define love? Is it though? <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I said. I was like, that's love though. That's love though. That's is their kind of though? love. And they're about it. <laughs> she was they're grooming about him. It. They're about it. They're about it. They're about it, baby. You know? Maybe we didn't see the part where she saw him just take a bite of a sandwich and she knows where that crumb came from. Maybe it was yeah. pesto. You can't oh, waste pesto that pesto. Pesto is the best, bro. baby. It makes it worse. <laughs> it makes it better. Flavor saver. Pesto is the best, though. No, pesto right. is the best, though. Oh, favorite but... parts. Favorite parts. Favorite oh. parts. Uh, um, the characterization of Cedric Diggory. I know all my favorite parts are like, the, the, they played it right. Uh, I, From my memory, I felt like they did a really good job of writing and shooting for Cedric Diggory. And like making him this slightly misunderstood hero or like everyone perceives him as this like cool guy, but really he's nice and he's sweet. And yeah. Can I say something? Yeah, please. Why did he, why was his big entrance jumping out of a tree then? If he was this humble, nice kid. I didn't say he's humble. I just said he's nice and sweet. Because he was also auditioning for Twilight. (laughs) And they jump in He's in a tree. He was out. He was up there to save a cat, maybe. See, I'm, no, no I'm that like, because what happens the minute after he jumps out of the tree is Hermione and Jenny like exchange a look like, oh, cute boy. It's it's him being like aloof and mysterious and like adventurous because he's climbing a tree, yeah. which is like yeah. very like. Oh but my also, gosh, I climbed a so shit cool. ton of trees. I was gonna say like, I don't think you guys climb enough <laughs> trees and realize like that's a really great place to sit. Really I used to have though. this apple tree that has since unfortunately been chopped down in my parents' backyard. Uh, but that's where I used to sit and like write songs and shit. Oh, right. Oh, right. wow. Singing tree is great. I'll I'll, uh-huh. I'll jump on that. Also with Cedric Diggory, I really like the moment before the dragon trial, and dragon. he's the first one to go, and he's just like, you see, he's like, fuck, like it's it's yeah. like these small little moments that like you see him being a character, and like obviously or like him again, and Harry sharing info about like the next upcoming. I don't know. I had. I, yeah, when Cedric gave him the, the news about the egg, I was like, why do you got to be so weird, man? Harry just straight up told you, there be dragons. dragons. <laughs> and then Cedric comes up and is like, maybe you should go upstairs and take a bath. Well, he's Harry, also trying to win. egg with you. Yeah. But like, <laughs> he just fed you the info. Why you got to be weird about it? Because Harry's a dumb kid. In his mind, maybe. They should be sneakier. In his 17-year-old mind. I don't know how none of the teachers caught all this passing of information going around. Like, I it's don't encouraged. know. It's encouraged. It's encouraged. Cheating's oh. encouraged in the Triwizard Tournament. Well, mm-hmm. Matt I. Moody also said that he is the one who told every like everybody to give the information. Oh, well then, yeah. He should have just been like, put it in the bath. <laughs> yeah, See, exactly. Well, in case, well, in case someone mean. else was listening, I guess. See, that's, someone that's, else where, this, that's where this film really kind of, you know, misstepped, where it should have been like uh, a reality show, you know, miniseries of like the, like the challenge. Where, like, should have been talking heads <laughs> in this movie. Where they have I professionals. 
and they build like alliances. I do love that Harry like fully committed. He could have gone up with like swim trunks or something like that, but he like full on like no. And, I'm taking and a bath. Moaning Myrtle steals the show a hundred percent. I oh love that God. actress. Oh, yeah. she's great. Moaning Myrtle in this scene especially. Shirley was, Henderson. Wait, isn't she from Train Spotting? Yeah, she is from Train Spotting. Yeah, yeah, she's so. a sister. She's also yeah. fun fact. She was Babu Freak in The Rise wow. of Skywalker. Wow. Um, Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I that was one of fact. my favorites. Yes. What's your, what's your fun fact, Mikey? She also played um, Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, same, same gal. Same gal. Further away. This is the last time that we see her, sadly. Yeah. This yeah. scene, though, in the bath was pretty fantastic. Yeah. 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 She's um, amazing. Kaylin, any she's other like, I'm dead. Parts? I don't care. <laughs> um, all the underwater mm. stuff. It was just absolutely horrifying, but also really cool. Yeah. Because, like, I always, in my mind, the, the Black Lake was always, like, terrifying, but also, like, you want to know what's in there. Yeah, yeah. So, and, they, and then they finally they get to go totally down there. And you're fine. like, just taking the one. Go for take the one. That's cool. But, but as soon as she, she was like, but she's nah, also dog. my friend. Yeah, and, and then, he ends up saving them both. And the, the funny thing that I remember so during this rewatch was like I forgot so much of this movie, and I guess so much of the book. The one thing I remember from the book is like, no, Dobby gives him the gillyweed. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then so like watching this movie, I'm like, how did they do? What happened? Like. The, everything in here was just like I was almost watching with brand new eyes again because I was like, "Why are they doing this thing?" Another question for key. for like, Josh and, and Mikey here: uh, What happens if he didn't save both of them? Like, what if well, one like got left Florida behind? Like they sister. die? No, no. It's a it. Yeah, they were fine. They would have been fine. Okay, okay, so he's just kind of showing like, off. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he knew that he didn't have to because he knows that people can well, die in the tournament and he was so... probably afraid. Yeah. Well, well and that, that's kind of, I think they play with with McGonagall. It's like, well, yes, all the contestants have to dance first. He's like, you didn't know that? He's like, no. I was like, well, now you know. Where there's a lot of yeah. things that he didn't know. Okay. I just wanted to know, like, would she have just been a mermaid then? Or like, <laughs> no, she would have been taken out of the lake and everything would have been one underwater. <laughs> she would have been an octo, octo baby. Um, I loved those octa babies. Okay, so that's good to know. <laughs> I think we're well, just going 110 percent as usually. Durs. Yeah, and well, Harry got he got a, he got bonus points for moral fiber. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is um, great. Moral. We fiber. all need some yeah. fiber in our life. I wonder that's if true. that was like part of the test was if anything were to go wrong, if any of these contestants showed any element of moral fiber. Courageous. Was, I wonder if they were expecting that. And it's the was, Dumbledore clause. What if they ate I just meant. regular fiber? A hundred points to Gryffindor. For dietary fiber. I For dietary fiber. fiber. You ate your bread flakes all year. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that like, for me with the underwater scenes that even makes it more terrifying is knowing that Daniel Radcliffe logged like under, or like over 40 hours underwater. I don't Jeez. like underwater. Like for me, like it terrifies me. That and makes so a lot of sense know that, I'm like... <laughs> So that's why you're keen on the water sequences, Josh. Huh? I guess we can call him the god breath of fire because he can hold his breath for so long. God breath of fire? <laughs> that was a reach, buddy. That was yeah. Hard. I still like it, but we it tried, was a reach. And, um, and we award we award It's a hard points. one to pun. Goblet of fire is a hard one to, to pun. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, um I do I do like But I had the goblet of trier. <laughs> I, I do like um Severus Snape being like like we kind of are past like suspicion of him at this point, 
right. film mm-hmm. audience. And so when he's like, maybe it would be best to see what their plan is. And they're like, are you serious? And he's like, just saying. And it's like, all right. And so when he does all the things he does, he's like, he's here to help out. And then it also just helps me understand why a teacher could smack students on the back of their head with a book. I had yeah, one. Dude, there was a- one teacher in my high school that did that. I don't think she works there anymore. She, just, <laughs> she threw the, staplers at people. At, at the end, when they figure out that like <coughs> Mad Eye Moody's not Mad Eye Moody, I was like so like holy fuck when Snape comes in and pours that entire truth serum in his mouth because he's like three drops mm-hmm. will get Voldemort to tell us what's up, and yeah. he just was like, Ooh. "Fuck you, tell me everything." You know, Jesus. Newell made like a he made a strong liberty or took a strong liberty in that scene. It's that's not the reveal in the book, but it's a really great change when he says, I don't remember you saying it, or I'd ever said anything about a graveyard. graveyard. That's not in the book. The review is different, but that's a great change. That like, that was an awesome change. That was a cool. So, so that's a funny thing that, cause I remember, so Mikey, you said this is, was your favorite movie before the third one? Favorite book, favorite Favorite movie. So the thing about this movie is it actually has a lot of the same detective sleuthing things for the audience to pick up on as much as the first film. Except yeah. it kind of like feels more. like the fir- this is like doesn't have to like look at the castle and how nice yeah. and wonderful. The shot of the just- castle was another one of my favorite parts. <laughs> right, you know, right when you <laughs> <see it. laughs> Shout out Every to the first time. episode. I forgot. Everybody go oh, listen and watch wow. that. <laughs> and so you like, can see that goblet of spire all the oh way. <laughs> Don't make me goblet of crier, okay? So yeah. Oh my god. Um, so oh, man, don't be so goblet of shire. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, so uh, you have all these like, if you take this thing from me, blah blah. I know you're making Polyjuice potion. Moaning Myrtle's like, hey, I saw Polyjuice potion. Hey, what's going? And like all these little things, you're like, why the fuck they keep bringing this shit up? And you're like, oh my god, something's so like. If you haven't watched, read the books, you're like, oh, this guy's an imposter. You're kind of like, what's going on? And then at the very end, they're like. Oh, here it is, and yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of nice to see the sleuthing of like, oh, okay, they still have the mystery elements because they never like not introduce it to you. Because I hate when movies do that where they're just like, well, here's this new thing that like now ties it all together. It's like, no, bro, like how he's looking for a thing, he's always sipping on a thing. Like they introduce the porky in the very beginning, and you're like, oh, okay, and that why sipping on gin and poly juice? Yeah. Jeez, it, Josh um. could probably uh, Josh probably knows or knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> Uh, speaking of mysteries, this movie or the book... Say it at the same like, time. One, like one, two, three. three. This movie had a bunch of mysteries all at the same time. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. This movie had How a whole bunch of mysteries yeah. at the same time. No. We'll, so, we'll fix it in post. Well, the book, the book has all these, you know, whodunits and like, uh, you know, who were the Weasleys extorting? You know, who put Harry's name in the goblet? Uh, you know... Rita Skeeter, like her... Rita like, Skeeter, like how is she getting her stories? There's so many layered mysteries. Who's inside Hogwarts. Well, the book. The Am book I misremembering? Kind of missed- is she an Animagus? Yes. No. Yes. Unregistered. She can turn into a beetle. And is that how she oh, gets yeah. all her yeah. info? Because she like. Yeah. Okay. But they don't do that in the movie, right? No. no. And Hermione okay. like kidnaps her. Like it's a whole part of the book that's really cool that they had to leave out. But yeah, yeah this whole book was just mystery after mystery, and it took took yeah. like seven hundred fifty pages to. Um, the, the main, yeah, the main thing with with that reporter it was just more of like this like divide between Ron <sighs> and Harry. I hated her. Oh, played well though. Interviewing really well. him in that that scene in the in the. My eyes fire. are not glistening with the ghosts of my past. <laughs> yeah, God. 
14. But it is. <laughs> I, I felt the same 14. emotion as I feel about a character in future movies that we'll say. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. But, oh. Um, my last favorite part, uh, real quick, is the, the sequence leading up and into the Quidditch World Cup. Just learning the about the port key, getting that experience oh. just from a CGI level seeing that experience and then just kind of the expanding of the world of like the campsite. And when uh, one specific moment is that I love when Harry's looking at the tent, like everybody's going into the tent and he's literally got this face on like, what the fuck? And he goes in and then you're seeing everybody kind of dub their place. And he's like, I love magic. (laughs) Like I just say something I love about these movies. And it's, 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 I, I, the technique is used to like, wow and amaze audiences. But like the the Weasleys explain nothing to Harry, and then and then immediately are like, "Grab the fucking shoe, dude!" And you're like, "Whoa, I didn't know I was supposed to grab the shoe." <laughs> like they had they went on a hike. They had like probably a good forty minute hike to that shoe, and never once was Ron like, "By the way, no, you gotta grab this shoe. It's gonna no." Real quick, the thing that is that I love at it. the beginning of that. The, everybody's asking Arthur Weasley, where are we going? And he's like, he's treating it secretly. So how is anybody to know that they're going to this thing? Yeah. And it's like, like oh, not BT once, Or like no one, no one is like, by the way, when we get there, the tents are going to look really small. Like it's going to be yeah. fine. Like I, you're new to this world. I get Ron, it. Ron, but uh, Arthur, Arthur it just Weasley cracks was a, me up. I love it. I love it because it, it helps the audience have the same. It, Harry is the surrogate for the audience. Oh, but yeah. it's just. Arthur, I would Arthur never Weasley do that was, to my friends. Arthur Weasley was auditioning to be in National Lampoon's family vacation. That's why. Yeah. He oh, was just like, I'm oh, not yeah, going to yeah. tell you my plans at all, but you have to understand what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's funny. And like that whole sequence is ba- is completely different from the book. He's been getting postcards in the mail at the Dursleys from the Weasleys inviting him to the yeah. tournament. Right. So it's it's a part of the story that's completely told different. There, there's a it, lot of truncation in the film. Yeah. There's um, a lot of it tickles me pink. There, there are some some key things I really wanted to kind of mention was like the walking up to the port key was like, like when you're underneath or when you're lower than the grass and you're looking yeah. up was just like this Terrence Malick thing. I was just like, oh, what, what? Okay, my bad. I didn't know we were doing this shit. And then like the <laughs> opening sequence, there's something really cool they do with the camera in this film where they do a lot of like kind of um, uh, Brian De Palma of like people look at the camera because they're looking at Harry. And it mm-hmm. makes him feel like, you know, he's, again, just that more <clears throat> outsider feel, which I really liked. And the makes film, the audience feel that way. Yeah, the, the film actually has a lot of this, like, kind of paranoia I, that I really kind of enjoyed of, like, you can't trust anyone. Sirius is like, keep your friends close. And then, like, he's like, whoever did this is like, it's no friend of yours. And he's just like, who's out to get me? How can I trust even the students around me? Where friends don't like me. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Diego. Um, (laughs) And uh, so I I just thought those elements that they did in this film was kind of like, it was kind of like what Caitlin was talking about. It was the mesh of like, here is back to form of like the first film, like here's this mystery, but also with like Prisoner of Azkaban of like, this is how dark and grim it is because all the Death Eater marks were just like, oh God, and just like lightning everywhere. And it's just like death looms all the time. Well, it, you know, the the opening sequence following Nagini the snake into the Riddle House like sets up that dark, mm-hmm. uh, you know, paranoia really quickly. Yeah, I with think. the caretaker. Yeah, I mean, you're following the snake up the stairs um, and you're kind of getting that opening scene pretty like on the nose, but like eerie as hell. 
That was the first movie that started off that. I feel scary. like in the in the book they talk about it where Harry's just dreaming it, so you don't get it from the perspective of the caretaker, right? Or am I wrong? Um, I f- I think you're right, and that was why he wrote to Sirius that his scar was hurting and he was seeing weird dreams. Because I remember, uh, so in the film they kind of make it a lot more clear that like Harry just saw it happen. Where like yeah. when you're watching, you're like, oh, this also happened. And it, it, to me, I remember reading the book. I'm being so confused. I'm like. What the hell am I seeing? But then we well, know like it's an event that happened already. Like, oh, this is this was a real event. He's not just imagining it. He's yeah, no goblin liar. That was another mystery from the beginning was who was that person that was talking to Voldemort in the chair? Yeah. Now in the movie, it's it's a you see the man's face it's and David later Tennant. on it's David Tennant. You it's see that it's uh, Barty Crouch Jr. But like that was one of the mysteries from the get-go was who is he conspiring with? Um so that's the only difference. But oh. I love that scene. That was so good. Um, Want to move to favorite characters? We can go all day for yeah. favorite parts. Yeah. So, Mikey, um, Mikey how about you go first? Um, favorite characters. Same two brain, of them. Um, two, two favorite characters. Only uh, two. <laughs> I would say, I'll, I'll just piggyback on what Corey was saying earlier. Mad Eye was the most fun to watch throughout the whole movie, especially when he's drunk at uh, the old ball. That cracked me up. Um, and, and probably an unpopular vote uh filch was like used strictly as the comedic his uh, running like, <laughs> hops in yeah well he screws up the timing of every bell for every, every single oh, every one. event and that just when it's my favorite off. running joke yeah it like as creepy as the movie was and is like well i know newell set off to make a creepy movie until he watched corones uh and then he decided he had to do something different the creepy elements are like it's a nice palate cleanser with filch yeah, well, there's a lot of in like you could feel Funny. like, oh, okay, this is where we could add in some comedy. Yeah, like, I feel like everything with Snape fun. hitting them all the time. Yeah. yeah, this was the this had the most comic relief until the sixth one, I think. Yeah. Um, I can go next because it's it's Mad Eye for me as well. Um, anytime he's on screen, I think he was used really well. I think they used him in a way that every time he, it, it, throughout the whole movie, I was like, I just want to see more of him. It was never like, okay, enough with Mad Eye. Um, and then Hagrid, I just have that soft, gooey spot for Hagrid, and I just want to see Hagrid be happy and in love. Because if anyone deserves happiness finally and everything they wish for, it's Hagrid. It's definitely in that in the whole universe. It's it's Hagrid. One hundred percent deserves yeah. everything he ever wants. And so, <laughs> seeing a part of that always makes me really happy. I hope he knows how you feel. I think he does. I think Hagrid knows. Um, uh, I I could go on a list that like Hagrid is one of the best characters in all of Harry Potter for yeah. a lot of reasons. So sweet. Yeah. I'll go anyway. next just because it's kind of a copy and paste. Uh, Mad-Eye Moody. Um, and then my next one would be um, I'm going to go small. Uh, Moaning Myrtle. I just, I love when she's It's a good I, one. I just love that scene. It's very short, but I just love how cheeky how cheeky she is with him. And I just, I love that actress. So there's a lot of, I think that there's a lot of really great characters in this. So next Tom. Um, it's kind of tough. I feel like there's a lot of things that I liked from different characters that kind of came out from this film. Um, and one thing I r- kind of enjoyed even though I feel bad for the character in this film, I liked Hermione 
mm-hmm. because she becomes this moral fiber and not, she doesn't do anything wrong. And she's really kind of just there to support everyone there. And just like really cares about Harry and Ron and everyone, everything that's going on. Um, and it's kind of sad that like she can't really help Harry to the way that she normally has been able to. Um, but it doesn't mean that her quality of friendship has like gone sullied any bit. So I, I liked her as a character and I wanted more of her. Um, and just, I think for variety, in all honesty, I was not mad that Neville got his day to shine a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they kind of played up for laughs a bit of like, oh, he likes dancing and all this stuff. But like, you know, there's that part where he's like, I just got in. Me. Like, I'm the one that went out dancing all night. And I was like, and, you know, there's like, you know, they they create, you know, this, oh, I heard you're good at herbology. I'm like, well, he is, you know, purposeful. And then like Harry tries to give him guff and is just like, you know what? Fuck you, Neville. I don't give a shit about you. And he's like, you know, Gillyweed's a thing. He's like, oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. You also could have been the boy who lived. You know, like, you know, so it's, I, I enjoyed like, oh, well, my bad. good. Neville, you know, gets to fucking have some fun. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see that. Uh, so they're, they're, those were those things. Other than, you know, you can have the, the standby, you know, main characters. But Caitlin? Uh, so Hermione is one for me as well. Because I was like, she's she's still being the good friend. And also she gets to go on date with like Shark Boy. Shark Boy. And she's like she gets girl. to she gets to be like, I'm a pretty lady, and someone has recognized that, and that's cool. All I'm right. A pretty lady. And then she gets to tell off her friends when they're being dicks. Yeah, gets to call Ron out on his shit. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Because <laughs> he, he was kind of, he was really being a dick uh, yeah. Yeah, at the Yule Ball. So it was nice for her to be like, well, fuck off. I'm going to go have a dance with your hero. Bye. Um, and then just, just from like, not in that I enjoy who he is, but how how he portrayed the character, Voldemort. Mm. Yeah. Being like... Yeah. Kill the spat! <laughs> Kill like the spat! just as awful as you would expect him to be. Um, the, the literally cloaked in shadows thing was just really fucking cool yeah and um, i gotta give a shout out there was a trivia that said because in the books he's described as having like red eyes right like mm. blood red eyes he's supposed I to look so. like a skeleton more than a snake like a snake red yeah. eyes and uh rafe made the suggestion saying like no i think i can express more if i don't have those contacts in and he's right 100 yeah. percent right it works i think that works in the book but on screen it would have looked a little too like creaturey. Yeah. yeah i think you're right no it it he said it would be scarier if Voldemort looked more human. Yeah. Yeah. And he is correct. It, it walks that fine line really well. There, There yeah. is that famous quote that's on the internet of like, one day on set, someone brought their kid and he was in full makeup and wardrobe. And oh. then he just looked at the kid and smiled and then the kid started crying. He's like, all right, we've done a good job. Yeah. I mean, his nose was there. That's all CG'd out. But yeah, so, um, oh. but uh, yeah, no. I, I, you know, I heard also in the grapevine that he, was so met that he shrunk his body and then asked to be thrown into that, you know, <laughs> so committed and so committed for, I was really going along with you on it. And I was like, wow, that's wow. like, you, you really, weight? Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> um, you know what character I really missed from this movie that I'm really hmm. sad was not in it. Dobby. Molly Weasley. Oh, oh. Yeah. they, they for nope. days. No wobbles. No, no wobbles, babe. No wobbles. You just get her gifts. Marriage material right there. Oh, uh, oh. 
Anyway, uh, uh, quimquams. Quams. Can, can I start? Go can I start? ahead. Okay. Because I have a big one, a blanket one that might cover a few people's. That's yeah, why. I figured. And it's it's meme. It's a meme, but it, it goes beyond that for me. Oh. Like I know I referenced the. <laughs> you know, he said calmly, "Did you put your name oh, in the goblet of fire?" And he fucking like tackles. He really does. Like Harry he knocks and him shoves him into a bookcase. And he's like, "What did you do?" Um, it just like. This is not hashtag not my Dumbledore throughout this whole movie. And I'll, I'll admit Gambit gets it later on. And it's a directing thing as well, like for sure. But like it takes away. I did some research on this. And I was like, why is this affecting me so much? And I looked up specific parts in the book and the part where I he in the book, Dumbledore confronts Barty Crouch Jr. And in it, it's described as being more terrifying than Harry could have imagined. Mm-hmm. And throughout this whole movie, he's angry, he yells, he does the same thing to Harry. So it takes away from this moment of this guy who's usually calm, thoughtful, collected, uh, and then has this outburst at Barty Crouch Jr. because he's pissed for the first time ever. And I think it removes some effectiveness from that. Yeah. Because when he finally comes in and like, does the whole interrogation part. You're like, I've been seeing this for two hours. Like, this is not new for me. The, the yeah. interesting thing, it's like kind of like uh, M from James Bond mm-hmm. of like, you know, she's the boss, but the moment you piss her off, then it's like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, and like, so the funny thing that I thought about, like I was watching this film and I thought I was like, what if Richard Harris is doing this? And I was yeah. just like, imagining like the speech and like, you know, if you put your name in the goblet, you know, you are alone. It's like, did you put your name in? All these things, like, I have to talk about, like, the death. And so the way that Michael Gambon does it is kind of like orator. It's very, like, I'm making a speech in front of town hall versus, like, mm-hmm. if Richard Harris is doing it, it's almost like, and this is to a you. thing, a point where it's like, it's my, it's Mr. Rogers talking to a camera where, like, he doesn't have to raise his voice, but yeah. everyone hears it. He doesn't have to say, silence! He just says, stands up, and then everyone's shut Quiet. Down. You know, yeah. And everyone would be quiet. So, and, and that's it's a it's affected me a lot because like in the books, Dumbledore was my favorite character because of that kind of stuff. I love a chill white guy with a beard. Like he's like Gandalf the Gray, who's this like kind of always winking at you a little bit, and you're kind of like, are you are you on my side? I can't. You're so fun, uh, and he just kind of always had it under control. And I remember. Like I went back and read that passage and I was like, man, if I was reading this and over the course of almost entirely four books, this dude has been common collected and then he just loses it. it on this dude. I would be like, holy shit. Well, and also the thing is that moment of like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Had it been like Richard Harris style, it would have been like, you feel how scared he is for Harry instead of yeah. being like, I'm so disappointed in you, But he's also comforting you, Harry. Harry at the same time of like, you can tell me. Yeah, I'll believe you. Well, like and in that the thing moment where, like, in the I movie, the film, I, and, and if you replace it a lot of the time, like you, you replace that. Like I'm telling you, you're gonna die versus like I'm very afraid for you. Like, right. It changes. And, and the in vibe. that in that moment in the movie, I did not believe that Dumbledore had Harry's back or believed him, mm. and it just changes the character in that movie for me yeah. enough where I'm like, well, it's. I mean, it's just honest, not a fan of it. I mean, that actually, it's just like the whole. Yeah, I mean that's that was one of my qualms. It, it Dumbledore is very different in this. Um, I anyway. Um, do you have another qualm, White Corey? Before Josh goes, I mean, if you have, does it segue into yours? Because I do, but no. Go ahead. I mean, it does, but it 
you go. Go it's for fine. it. I'll come back to mine. Okay, oh, I, I was more. just going to say... Um, Cohesive. Normally with... Like, speaking of changes, normally I'm very... I don't want to say that this, like, weighs down the movie for me at all, really, but this is the longest... One of the longest books, like... This was the longest book to date in this series. I right. Mean, it's over 700 pages, and... I don't ever usually play this card. And for me, knowing that the studio wanted to do two movies with this and fucking Alfonso Cuaron going, yo, Mike, you can do one. And it just, there's a lot of things in it that even sort of explain things that happen in the movie that you're like, you didn't fucking include that? Like, yeah, like, uh, floor being part Vila, like explaining kind of the enamoring, or that uh, the schools magic. are co-ed, huh? That the schools the, are the fucking are, co-ed, like in the books, yeah. the schools are. Why, co-ed. why schools. cut that out? Or the, the Dobby Weasley's and Winky business. and Spew and like the um, Weasley's business. Oh, yeah, gosh, I don't know if you know this. Dobby and and, and uh, 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 Winky? Winky are in the movie. Yeah, for like a frame on the llamas. <laughs> they're on the yeah, they're on the llama. I never knew that. I never. But know, like, but Rita yeah. Skeeter. Not we not knowing that she's an illegal yeah. animagus like that, that could explain you know part of that <clears throat> first storyline. And so, it's the one time that I might pull that card where it's like you should have done two movies. Well, my my question would be, what is the story of the film and what's the story of the book? And like it's just like again, that's what I'm saying. Like I see the lines of adaptation, and it's kind of like they could have included all those things to kind of flesh it up. Be like this is a true adaptation. Um, and I think you would have gotten, again, a richer story, but I think what the story is just like Harry's on his own and all his relationships are tied or like strained. And so like explaining that Rita Skeeter is like how she's getting these random scoops and how she's appearing doesn't help this movie, but it would have made a different movie. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's Um, like, you know, we talk about with Lord of the Rings, right? It's like, well, they should have had a time skip and it's been like 70 years. Like, well, would that have changed the movie? What does it do for the movie? You know, so what do these things do? Like, including Dobby in there takes away from Neville. So you can just write Neville out. You know, so it's those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a tricky one because this is the movie, this is the book where you find out Neville's past. Mm -hmm. Uh, You find out about his parents, where his parents are. You gain a, like a, kind of a, a sensitivity or an empathy towards him. It's, it's kind of like the fourth book is like a pilot for like the next few books. It's like it has yeah. to have all these threads that like lead into the next few film, few, few films like the Pensieve and all that stuff. Yeah, you do get introduced to the Pensieve. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm with Josh though. There's just so much fun that had to be left out because it was a short. Oh, yeah, movie. I mean, and that's why like I'm excited with the Dune film because it's going to be it's one book being split into two films, and mm-hmm. so like if people start adapting to that, then they don't have to be, you know. Pull an avatar, pull a color of fire, where it's like one. Yeah. It's like, oh, you um, can't do it. <laughs> for me, my other qualm is both within the I guess in the book and the movie, I felt like they maybe, you know, obviously you can do a lot more exposition and explaining in a book than you can in the movie, but I never believed the f- I never got the fight between Ron. Harry and Ron. And I definitely didn't believe it in the movie. Um, it felt very like, oh, well, of course forced. they're fighting because they're kids, but like, but why? But like Harry's with Ron 24-7. Of course he didn't go behind your back and like, after all the shit you've been through, you're not going to believe him that he didn't. It kind of just makes Ron out to be this kind of like insecure, I'm sorry, cuck, 
you know, like it's like, dude, but, like, <laughs> but also, but like Harry gets in it too. I don't know. It it just always felt very forced to me, and it even more so in the in the movie. I just it felt like uh again one of those like we need something. Let's do Put this. this in. Yeah. Coming yeah. fall. On the CW, that's the but that's, like, that's supposed to be. The, <laughs> it was supposed to be the charm of like the the trio is that they don't always agree on things, but like the trust is always there. Or right? like yeah, so. you know the fact that they like Harry, I have to go figure this out, and Ron's like, I'll be there, but oh, the spiders, you know, like yeah, but like yeah. So for me, it's like it's also like out of all the things to have them fight about, it's publicity. It's thing. this one. Yeah, you would think that if Harry put his name in the goblet, he'd be like. A little happier it, 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 that he got his yeah. It might have made more sense if, like, he would have Harry, told Ron. If, like, yeah. Rita Skeeter got a bad quote from Harry and, like, plagiarized, like, oh, well, he's just surrounded by, like, mediocre friends. Yeah. yeah. And then so, Ron's like, is that how you really see us? And it's like, after my family, blah, 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 blah. And then Harry's like, ooh. And he's like, you know, that would the make whole more sense part, to me. And the whole part with the trolley where it's like, oh, I'll take it. It's like, hey, I'll cover you. It's like, I don't need your money. Yeah. You know, that there, there could have been that kind of tangibility. Or like, he tried to buy him new robes. Yeah. And he's like, no, anyway, I'll take the one that my uh, mom gave me. I've, I just always, I never enjoyed it either. It just always felt like, damn. Uh, Y'all are real ones. Get with it. Your, your second quote. Those are my two. Josh? Uh, no, I mean, those were, I mean, Corey covered one of mine, and then mine was like, when I was listing my qualms, I was like, oh, I'm just going to truncate this into like a summary of like. You, the you, adaptation. You, you were like. The adaptation, I need to make a short movie. I mean, though it's still a little over two and a half hours, it's like it, you you do know it could be longer. Uh for me. Yeah, do like, like what they did with with Lord of the Rings. Like they got the theatrical version and then they were like, We're gonna condense all these seven hundred page books into one movie, but it's gonna be four hours long. Or do yeah. what they did with The Hobbit and make it three movies. <laughs> Go <Yeah. laughs> fuck yourself. Anyway, Mikey, Caitlin, Qualms? Mikey. Okay, cool. Tom, did okay. you go yet? Mikey, go ahead. No. Um, I will, I'll just, I'll jump on Josh's, but get more specific. Cutting out Ludo Bagman completely took the rug out of the floor or from out of the Weasley's footing. What am I trying to say? The Weasley's didn't get to display like their cunning oh. business sense and extorting Ludo Bagman. Instead, they sprinkled it tinily uh, during the uh, first task where you can see them taking bets in the stands. Yeah. They completely, that's a whole storyline. Of how like the Weasley twins started their business like savviness. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I hate to get rid of you, that. You start seeing the inklings of it when like they become like a spectacle when they try to put their name in the Goblet of Fire. But I think it's because of one of the things I liked that caused like a little bit of this issue. Like I really enjoyed that. Like we stuck with Harry for most of the film, but what it does, it kind of forces everyone else to take back seats. Sadly, yeah, and you're like yeah. that is not why people love Harry Potter. People love Harry Potter because they love mm-hmm. all the other characters around it. And like Fred and George kind of just like, off to the back yeah. seat with you guys. Yeah. There's not a lot. I don't, I mean, I would say the qualms really was just that Newell didn't know the story well, and he didn't know how to honor the next three books or the next three movies. Um, Did he do the next three? I thought just, David Yates took over for, no, just no, I just mean like he, come. Oh, like he, just, the he had no idea what had happened, what was to come. So, like, what was I mean, what was key, what was unimportant, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, like things like, uh, um, like Winky, like her her device in the book was really important. Like, you didn't know who conjured the dark mark in the beginning of the book, but somehow you know that it's the same guy from the Riddle House in the movie. Immediately, you're taking away two giant mysteries that are fun to play with in the book. 
Um, well, yeah, that's the th- interesting thing with visual. Like, oh, I see yeah. the dude. I know how he yeah. looks like. But, like, Harry can't even explain. I don't know. He was skinny d- dude older than me. <laughs> yeah. He was, doc- well, I he like- was Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The book was so, like, it, uh, um, it was so challenging. Uh, it was like a riddle. Like, the whole book was, like, one yeah. giant riddle. And in the third task in the book, it's a big riddle. Like, it's a wit. It's a challenge of wit, yeah. not danger. The movie is entirely danger, not wit. So right. taking those liberties completely changes. The, it just changed it for me. But I still love the movie despite the those like, egregious differences. Right. Um, so I would say that. Yeah, just the things that had to be sped up. The movie feels very fast. Um, and a lot of parts were just glossed over. Some of my favorite parts of the book that made the book that much more fun to read. But that's probably I agree me. with you on that. Kaylin? Yeah. Um, I was really kind of, I've, I've been trying to put my finger on precisely the wording for this because I feel like it's going to come off one way when I don't mean it to. But I'm just not, like having Hermione not have like her, I'm like, I know what to do. Maybe like there, there's She was so very many... different in this film and it's not that way in the book. Well, and not just her. I feel like, like, all the ladies in this book were kind of, like, Movie. useless side people or, like, you know, even, like, the McGonagall is like, no, we're not going to do that. And everyone's like, no, we're going to. And she's the, like... The Probably and then, the most important relationship is, like, Harry and Mad-Eye Moody. And everyone takes a backseat to that. Right. But then there's, like, the the ladies they bring to the Yule Ball and they're, like, just uselessly oh, the there. Patel sisters. Hermione like is like there but not really and then she's like suspended underwater the, the the like the one thing that set off this whole train of thought was when Ron and Harry like insult the girl in the dance class because they're like haha she oh, looks like she's about to pop yeah, and I'm like mentioned. Jesus guys like you just what the fuck <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> and, and that's that's like where it comes to be like that's why I say like it's the most Degrassi movie I've ever seen where like yeah. the tropes of high school shit amplified they, like, by like a that's, million that's yeah. not to 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 rectify that there are problematic things a lot that happen and, and be said like the whole Hagrid putting his hand down it's like you don't need to do that like he could and moaning just, like, Myrtle like peeping yeah. Harry in the bathtub and being like yeah. and like yeah. literally cozying up on him I was like oh I'm very uncomfortable for him right now like yeah you know I didn't need the whole Cedric dying thing <laughs> I didn't really need that either <laughs> um, didn't really didn't really want it you like you like Pattinson um, I thought he, I thought he was a great Cedric you have, do you have a, another great. did you know Henry Cavill audition um, for that oh for I don't know he's too busy playing World of Warcraft for and y'all know uh, that uh, Pattinson was was I think the original Tom Riddle mm. and was then was he? recast I too think young? he was like the, something like that he was like too young or some we weird. also we got to talk a little bit about that glow up just like Tom Riddle was like a normal kid and then he turned into that sack of skin I was like what happened to you baby a lot a lot a lot of things dark magic is one hell of a drug baby I hope you look half as good when you're resurrected the dark arts are one hell of a drug man. no he always been this is his peak performance <laughs> men what's stopping you from looking like this that's what this is 
Resurrection. Hey. No, no, no. The resurrection game. Tom, uh, you didn't you have qualms? any parents, Tom. Uh, Kaylee, you have no more qualms? Uh, I, oh, I need to think on my second one for a second, so you go ahead. Um, one, this is really stupid and dumb, and it's the most nitpicky I think I'll, I'll be in the Harry Potter films. Uh, the train sequence is like the worst lighting and cinematography in any Harry Potter movie. Oh, I don't like, remember. It's so boring and basic. I'm like, was this a reshot? Was this additional photography that you're like, get it, just get it done. Just just shoot it so we see that he makes contact with Cho Chang and we can bring her in later. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. this scene oh, has yeah. no purpose. Like, they don't care about it. Oh, all. Yeah. Like, even the train coming in, I'm like, this is a shitty train. This is the worst train you've had. Oh, it's so funny. Poor casting. I'll, it was just like, did yeah. You, who cast that train? It was like, did you guys not care about this sequence at all? <laughs> did that train even audition? Like, I was just like, or is that guys, a family friend of another train from the movie? They, I feel oh I was just, it was just nephew. like rewatch it. Like everything else, like you know, the, <laughs> the cinematography trivia. in this film is like different from the other films. But like that what whole you don't sequence know is that's the director's that just, train. It just felt so <laughs> not cared about that whole sequence. Um, and I was just like, there was no point in having the sequence there. You could have just had him bump into Cho Chang drop the books and then fucking walk away. Like yeah. this was, this was terrible. <laughs> I liked Cho oh, Chang in, in very Potter musical better. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, this, so one thing I want to ask a question, which is really interesting. Voldemort, when he talks about Lily, he says, and your muggle mother. And I'm assuming Not he says muggle born mother because no, he says muggle. It's in, it's incorrect. You're oh right. yeah, 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 I get the oh, like, and so I looked that shit up, and like she is Muggle born, so she is a mud. Right, blood. so to him, he she's a mug. basically impure, and so that's yeah. why I'm just like, bro, you're right? not even consistent on your Nazi. If you ways. ain't pure, you're nothing. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, baby. Um, but so I thought that was pretty interesting, and then um, yeah, that's uh, right. I mean, yeah. one this is this is not like a qualm, but this is kind of a funny thing that I wanted to bring up. So it's Robert Panson, and I don't this know if you guys third. have read. This is your third qualm. This is your third qualm. I, don't have, I didn't is... see a third qualm. I just had it. Oh, I didn't have a second qualm. This was. I was like, I, I had a question. I was like, that was it. That's not. Oh, I see. Oh. I see. I see. Oh, but it. this is the the funny thing that I thought, and this isn't a qualm, but I thought this was pretty funny. Was, uh, I don't know if you've read Robert Panson talk about like how he thought of the Edward character from Twilight, and he was like, he's like, if you read the book, every every page is just like. And the, every character seeing Edward just creams himself. Like there is like literal like Robert Pattinson talking about Edward. He's like, if I met uh, uh, Edward, I would feel like he's an axe murderer. And so seeing him in this movie just reminded me all of that. And watching the <laughs> what's the academy with with the in the film all female academy. Oh, the, uh, Fleur or Bobaton. Yeah, yeah. Bo their whole walking sequence. Bo I was like. Did someone read this and was just like, and all the boys cream themselves? Like, what the fuck is going on? In the script? Like, I was yeah. just like, the whole, Again, like, in the book, <sighs> it is a co-ed school. Yeah, boys and, so and girls. Watching and that, their Vila. Like, They're kind of like sirens. Yeah. Why yeah. the flowers? Why the booty shot? Like, I was like, Because Dude. they're Vila. <laughs> yeah. And Ron th- says things like, you know how creature. I like it when they walk? Yeah, I like just, to watch them from behind. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. And so it just, so when hearing Robert Panson explaining how readers would have read the words of Ed- Edward Cullen, I was like, is that, is that what this was? Yeah. I also like that laugh. he said he would rather play Cedric Diggory, who died again, yeah. than play Edward Cullen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, ratings. Uh, ratings. Wait, Kim, did you come with your second one or no? 
Oh, oh that's right. I'm just, Sorry. I'm just going to let it roll on by. I feel like cool. we've palmed enough. Okay. Ratings. Rating. Uh, so first is, uh, you know what? Let's be courteous. Josh and then Mikey. Let's let the guest... Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Being courteous, um, I know it hurts. I feel like I punched him in the gut. I didn't you mean that. Did. Um, I'll do four point two. Oh. Four point two. Yeah. Okay. Any anything you want to add to that? Uh, Side of fries. Yeah, I mean, Nichols. if I could get some curly fries. Uh... <laughs> we we qualmed pretty good. I feel like I feel uh, like I mean, we we kind of covered honestly, everything. I really really like this movie. I yeah. really, really like this movie, and that's why it puts it into the four range. For sure. But it's not perfect. There are a lot of things that, as unfortunately as douchey as it is, there are some things about the book that I'm like, I just, I would like that these things to be, in there. Yeah. to be added to the film that would have even explained things that were in the film sure. that do take some of the rating away knowing you would that, have done some swappage with some other stuff yeah that and like there, there's almost kind of a mentality shift of like no try was a tournament really you went into this film thinking that like really like so it's yeah. it's I don't know it's with these films it's hard to separate the adaptation sometimes because sure. Harry Potter is such a but most of the time I do to be perfectly honest, most of the time it's like, well, there's the movies and then there's the books. But and this one, if, but just this didn't, one didn't walk kinda, that line well enough. Yeah, this one I was like, no, nah, you kind of cut out some really cool shit. So, uh, Mikhail, uh, I honor and respect and agree with all of the qualms. A lot of this movie should have been there. Uh, Sbew should have been there. Um, I still give it like a four six because I love the movie. Okay, um, I know the book well enough to like celebrate the book, and I loved. I just love the movie. Too many good memories are tied to it. That like, despite my qualms, I still give it like a. You I'll can four, you six. can like a thing four, and also four, have issues with it. I have issues with it, but like it's still really the entertainment really value is still there for you. Yeah, yeah. I put that movie on the background like just any old Saturday. I'll just do my chores and listen. You gave to it, it the same score you gave Prisoner Azkaban. Just a shout out to that. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Just wanted to Who's next, throw that Corey? out there. Uh, it would be you and Kaylin. Kaylin, go. Tom, go. Oh, Tom, gotcha. Oh, dang. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, a good old four. Ooh. Solid four. Four. Good old four. Oh. Okay, Tom, what you got? Mine's a four. Uh-oh. <gasps> Mine's a solid four. I think this is pretty... Uh, good. And all honestly, I think about it. It's 150 million dollars, and they they did. There was a lot of shit in there. I there was like, so much in I there. Like, and there's there's some movies that like 200 million dollars, and they don't look as good as this. And I'm just like, man, I kept thinking about the prop department and how much fun yeah. they must have had making that giant ass gramophone or that, that giant CGI scene. dragon. Man, that took so. Uh, the, they did so much. Th- yeah. They did so many things that you only see for like two seconds. The Bob- the Bobatons had to like learn that entire dance that you see in the last before they go in the maze. You see for like two seconds and they're doing this whole choreography and you're like, oh my God. Oh, well, and, and anyway. but also like, and that's the thing too. So like the, this would actually to me have benefited not from the book stuff, but like I could feel like it's really kind of rushed. And like the moment where, where I talked about where Diggory is like about to go fight the dragon. He's like, you know, beside himself a little bit. I'm like, I want more of that feeling. Or like when mm-hmm. Harry hides away from Voldemort, it's like, don't turn your back on me, Potter, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, and you see Harry like, huh, like 
I had to go fight like, him. And really it, like, fast. It's like, like <laughs> man, okay. you're about to die. And I'm like, I would want to see a little bit more like, oh, fuck. Like, fuck. it felt so like, here it is. Here's Voldemort. Fucking, I'm like, I'm like, this is the big bad. But there's this some good like, shit here. <laughs> this is supposed to be like, in from what, I, what I've read, the devil. <laughs> the devil yeah. came back. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, mm-hmm. huh, huh, okay, cool. You know, I just, you know, fought a dragon and all this stuff. But this guy should be fine. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, four, four, solid four. What's your, what's your score? Core? Nathaniel the Brave. What's what? Your score? You can't spell score without core. Oh, I'm good. Uh, so, anyway, moving on. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, this one misses for me. This is, uh, it follows my favorite and precedes my second favorite book. So it just is three point. It just misses the mark for me. That's all. It 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 was uh, the score starts with. It's uh, a three point four. Ooh, oh, baby! Wow, damn! Yeah, <laughs> damn! Damn! Fuck it's, you, Mikey, and your favorite movie. I know it's Whoa. it's one of my favorite books. No, yeah. In the series. Like that whole three, four, five is probably my favorite whole section chonk. of the entire Harry it's Potter story. Ori, you are such a snob of fire. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm like really yeah, sad. Always. I'm <laughs> really on. sad right now. <laughs> I know. It just again, uh. it feels to me, and it maybe it's the way it translated to the film, it just feels side questy as hell until the last act when they're finally in the maze. And I'm like, yeah. there we go. We're yeah. doing it. Um, we're doing the thing. So you know, uh, the the fight with with Ron and Harry and the whole Hermione. Do you, not do you think also doing anything? Do you think anything it also kind of feels that way because the last three films were all about like it's Harry's story instead of like him being like shoehorned into like well now you're doing this tournament that has nothing to do with your history. No, well yes and no because you also leave the last book off with like. Lupin and Sirius Black and just a lot of cool stuff. And that, they go, anyway, pause that for a sec. We're going to go do a tournament and then we'll be back to like that. It's like we could have used more like, Gary Oldman. I could have yeah. done the tournament before this or I could have done it later. But like it was just, a, for me, it feels like a weird part to break away from all the cool stuff that happened in three and all the cool stuff that's going to happen in book five. Yeah. Um, also, with Sirius, and I agree, when he it appears been two movies. in the fire, is that how it happens in the book? In my mind, no. in book, he like poked his head down from the chimney it's a version of flu powder he i don't he know how they up. got okay. that in the fourth one the the whole like coles thing i don't understand that yeah yeah he, um, i don't know the choice they got it right in the fifth one though it's it's yeah so for me like to josh's point i guess it could have been two books would have helped a lot it just a lot of a lot of missteps and just like having the trio stranger things it up not do anything yeah it just <laughs> not felt. be a trio well, I mean, you me. took out the spew part, like, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, they didn't build for the Triwizard Tournament. That's a big. Let me say that qualm. In the book, they build like the lore behind the Triwizard Tournament so great that you're like, and maybe that's why the book anticipate. is up there with one of my favorites because like the anticipation, yeah. and then the whole Dumbledore thing really, really detracts from me. Like well, that is a big one. It's fair. I was gonna Lots say with points. the Triwizard Tournament, it just felt so funny. The world was just like, oh, can we change rules? And then fucking Crouch is like. The rules are absolute. It's like fuck your rules, baby. <laughs> with the, like, with the director and die here. Director and Gambin playing fast and loose with one of the most important characters in the series just feels weird to me. Like you can do it with other ones. You can do it with side 
smaller characters. You could do whatever you want. But with like Dumbledore is not one of those characters that you can just, oh, we didn't read the books, but we think we get the idea of it. Um, yeah. So 3.4, I'm the Grump. So Tom, Caitlin, and Josh, y'all got it right. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Dang. Awesome. Boom. Uh, I like a Harry oh, Potter. Man. Mikey. Thank you so much for joining us again. Mikey! Um, Thank you for having me, guys. Please come back sooner than a year. Before we we go on to the (laughs) kind of the end business, uh, is there anywhere that you would like to send our audience to, like social media or websites or anything like that? I am am off social media, uh, but I would love, 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 love if... um, if folks could check out Storyboards website, uh, we are Storyboards spelled B-O-R-E-D, so you don't have to be. Um, yeah, I, I think that. And um, yeah, check out these people's pages. Every All of your Instagram pages, Aww. all of your Facebooks. I don't have them. I'm happy to be off. What a sweet uh, boy. I, I leave my telephone number, but if anybody needs me, I think you can still message me on Instagram. <laughs> or, or I have Facebook Messenger. You can message me, but uh, no, we are Storyboard. Watch our stuff. We work really hard. I really, really, uh, and I don't want to sound, you know, like a wet blanket. I miss making stuff. Mm. If, yeah. if anybody wants to watch the stuff that we miss making, like check out the website. That would mean a lot to, I think, all of us. Um, and hopefully we can get back to filming and meeting and writing and laughing together. I miss that a lot. So. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. bud. Love you. Soon. Love um, you. Everybody. And the Patreon. Check out the Patreon for... <laughs> on there you go <laughs> there nice you go. thank you sir you got good, a plug. good plug um yeah thank you everybody for listening um let us know your thoughts about harry potter and the goblet of fire uh check out that discord like a uh, shout out at the front uh there is a movies channel so we can continue the conversation there so nerdon.tv backslash discord and like mikey so kindly said check out the patreon do consider joining it because it does allow us to grow it allows us to create better uh stronger faster harder to kill content um (laughs) and it helps us to be better it really does and it's really dope having the nerd on nation uh being a part of the journey and so check that out nerdon.tv backslash patreon if you are new to nerdon check out our website it has all of the links for everything that we do all in one easy place uh, it has links to wherever we are. We are Apple, Spotify, iHeart. We are everywhere. All the links are on the website. We're on YouTube. All of these episodes go to video. So check that out. We're on Twitch. Um, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch. We stream pretty often. And there is a gamut of games on there. So check it out. But uh, yeah, that uh, has is, been. Is this episode Victor Crumplete? Oh, God. <laughs> Take us out, Josh, before we murder yeah. Tom. Oh, God, lit yeah, a fire. That was bad. We really uh, we well, lost over Victor Crumb just like the movie did. Yeah, I'm filming yeah. right now. <sighs> you know the drill. Josh? As always, nerd on. on. Ending broadcast.